Welcome to another episode of Nerds Drink Whiskey. Uh, we're still sipping on our Telemore Dew. We don't want to uh, down the whiskeys too uh, fast because uh, we got to do a few episodes. It's early. And, uh, and it's early. Uh, whiskey breakfast. So uh, this episode, we're going to be discussing the things that you look for uh, in a whiskey. Uh, to, if you're just standing in the aisle and you're trying to pick a good whiskey, uh, what are the things that you, that you uh, look for? So... Uh, one of the things is, is uh, I know at our local uh, alcohol emporium, uh, big box store, uh, there is a clerk there, a uh, tall, skinny African-American gentleman who knows more about how to pick a good whiskey than anybody I've ever met, seen that works at a store. Uh, and if you can, if you can find that clerk, that store clerk that really knows what they're talking about. It's not just a lot of these, uh, you know, staff picks uh, are bought and sold. You know, they're, they're things that are, the you know, the whiskey, the distiller, uh, the distributor paid to have a staff say this was their staff pick. But, but this particular clerk that we're talking about, and if you go to uh, the big box uh, dis- distilled beverage store in uh, Olympia, uh, you know who I'm talking about. This guy knows his stuff. He's really great. So uh, always find that clerk that just knows their stuff. Um, you have convinced me to go to a big box store to buy my liquor now. You're gonna get me shopping at Walmart next. <laughs> never, never, never go, never go full Walmart. Um, so uh, uh, the other thing is, is uh, do a quick Google, and if that if that whiskey brand does not have Google results, uh, if they don't have a website. If they don't have a Facebook page, a Twitter account, something, uh, that could be what's known as a what we call a fake whiskey brand. Uh, something that's probably distilled in Indiana, uh, and then all they do is age it uh, and then put their own label on it. So uh, uh, it's a private label, and, and you don't want to drink those whiskeys. They're bad. So uh, those are my two, uh, those are my two advi- pieces of advice. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you say, Christian? What do you look for? Well, uh, if I'm not looking just to, if I'm not just throwing a party or trying to get, you know, basic staples for the bar, uh, when I'm looking specifically for a whiskey, what I look for is I like, uh, I like local. I like to make sure that things are distilled and bottled locally. Uh, Washington State right now has a plethora of great distilleries that have just opened up in the last 10 years since they weren't allowed to do that before. Yeah. And, uh, you know, these these former moonshiners have come out with some several really really good whiskeys. So I haven't tried them all. I'm kind of on a mission to do that right now. The price point is generally mid range and not too high, and you know, it's it's good. Yep. So, uh, hold on. just just a quick shout out to our friends at Sandstone Distillery in Tenino and uh, Heritage Distillery. Uh, oh, Heritage. We're 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 we love you. I can agree with that, honestly. Sandstone and Heritage, we love you both. You guys are just unequaled in the liquor market right now. You guys are the bomb. But uh, for me, I'd probably say my two things is, well, number one, um, usually I, I look at the color. Um, I, you know, it's something that's a little too light, something that's a little too dark. There's going to be some artificial flavors or colors in there. That's going to throw something off. You know, that. And that's just me. I agree with Christian on the local thing. 
That's a really good idea because there is a lot of local uh, distillers that are coming out of the Pacific Northwest. So that's very, very nice. But the other thing that I look at, honestly, um, is I try and look at the age. Uh, I try and sit there. If it's a no-age statement, that's kind of a gamble, but, you know, it, it, it's workable. But if you find something that actually has a listing of the age, whether you do a Google search or it's listed on the bottle, you, it's probably going to be a little bit better if it's aged longer like that. And so, and I've never really been wrong on that so far. So, when when I when I do come across something that I get and I don't particularly love it because it's not doesn't have the age flavor to it that I like. I have a little, you know, mini oak barrel keg, and I just keep it in there for a couple of days, and that usually makes it taste a lot better. You should, uh, you should we just did an episode where we just did an episode where we uh, stuck some sandstone in a mini cask for three weeks, mm-hmm. and very interesting results. Uh, go back and look at that episode, but yeah. uh, but it's uh, we found that. It was a completely different product. You yeah. put a whiskey in a mini cask for three weeks, yep. you get a completely different product. So, and you lose th- half your whiskey. And you lose half your whiskey to the angel share. What is with those angels, man? They, 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 they party. They, they're getting all messed up, those angels. That angel share is big. They live a so, life of service. They're allowed to have a drink every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, in closing, uh, I, I think we're going to have to end each episode this month, uh, t- uh, finding out everything that this man is doing. What else is Christian Doyle doing? So, to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he he's very busy. Uh, this is Christian Doyle. Uh, if you don't recognize him from uh, Journey Quest, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, the Gamers series. Uh, all, uh, Masters of the Metaverse, uh, Death from Above, Attacking the Darkness, Dark Dungeons. It goes on and on. Now I've told you the one thing that you've done that I can't that I could not bring myself to watch because it brought back too many childhood nightmares. Mm-hmm. Take a guess. The one that the scariest thing you've ever done. The scariest thing we've ever done. What was it? Attacking the darkness, Attacking the man. Darkness. That thing was. I, I was. I, I was getting twitchy watching that. I'm like. I'm like. He's just a little bit too close to real life on this. Yeah, you know. That was, that was the beauty part about that. Attacking the darkness is actually a. Uh, it's a mockumentary. It's not a yeah. real documentary, yeah. but uh, it, it's yeah, no, it hits close to home to a lot of people, especially <laughs> especially people who grew up in the '80s around Dungeons and Dragons, or who grew up in like a large mega church situation and had to break themselves away from it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it really hits on both of those, and just it's it's a, it's pretty on the nose as far as satire yeah. goes. Yeah. And a lot of people have not been a hundred percent sure that it's just not reality. <laughs> So now uh, Strowlers is about to uh, – Strowlers just got funded. Got funded. Now uh, I, I saw a post uh, that they're looking at doing the next Kickstarter for uh, for Journey Quest uh, Season 4, is it? Yeah. Yeah, Season 4. We are very excited. We've only got two seasons of it less, so as soon as we get 4 and 5 in the can, Journey Quest is done. And uh, it's time to make 4 before we all get too old for it, honestly. Yeah. We've, been, we've been doing it for 10 years, so it's uh, – now. Now, three point five is funded. Uh, when uh, when does that go into production? Uh, it's already in production. We filmed it. It's in the can. It's you know it's getting cut up and getting ready to be released to all the Patreon backers. And then uh, of course after that we put all of the three point five scenes into seasons four and five because uh, that's where they go. There are scenes that we would have had to cut otherwise. 
So oh. we get a lot more orcs and a lot of the things that are a little bit too expensive to do a lot of in Journey Quest. That's what 3.5 was all about. Tying up a lot of loose ends with storylines and characters that we maybe hadn't seen in a little while. Trying to catch up with them and figure out where they are. We get to, you know, find, we get, we get to follow, uh, you know, Yart and uh, Grelnock, the, uh, the, the two orc stooges. And uh, I hate calling them stooges because they're two of my favorite characters. We get to see Karn again, you know, the uh, Karn the Unpleasant, played by Bob Sapp. All six foot million, 300 million pounds of him. He's so big, I can't even, like, his hand. And, and we get to see the, the, uh, the, the continuation of the, the, the heartbreaking love story between uh, the orc and, and his... Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, that's one of my favorite parts of Journey Quest, is that love story between the, the orc and the bard. Uh, we, we, season, they become much more central main characters than the last two seasons because that story is so powerful and such a big part of the overall arc. I'm really excited to see where it goes. And so when can we start seeing our, so we're not seeing uh, actual 3.5 episodes? If you were a backer of 3.5, uh, they're not episodes so much as scenes that were okay. that were okay. cut. So you'll get to see those scenes, but you won't get any context for them until seasons four and five come out. Okay. So. All right. All right. Cool. Well, uh, check back uh, next week for another episode of Nerds Drink Whiskey. Uh, we're going to be uh, sampling another whiskey and finding out more about all the things uh, this guy is doing. Uh Christian Doyle, uh, and uh, yeah, he's uh, uh, and, and I, I so we're I think we're going to find out more about Perf, and uh, yeah, the, the, yeah. So see you next week, nerds drink whiskey.